Clearly. That's so nice. You know what I'm doing? You know what a cold open is? I'm recording. (laughs) So. I just was updating our Instagram. Oh, nice. Yes. Sick. Which is. What's it? uh, Whatever Forever Cast. Cast. On Instagram. So follow us. You can find us on there. We just started uh, following a, you know, a crap ton of people. So it's very likely that if you follow us, if this is early on, uh, that we will follow you back. I've been Mm -hmm. doing that. Everybody who Mm -hmm. follows me, I follow back. Yeah. Unless it's like a scammer account. Which is like, I love shoes, oh, 27 no. Yeah, no, that did happen. Because I did, I think I did follow somebody back. And then they were like, hello, yeah, like my shoes. <laughs> I, was like, I know, I saw that too. I was like, what the? I, I also like, oh, forgot I that. I these were sex shoes. Yeah. I, I also forgot that we, not that I forgot, but we have like the shared account information both saved on our phones. So mm-hmm. your sister was messaging who I think was you. Yeah. But I was looking at it and I was like, oh no, I don't know if she can see this ah ah what do you mean you like i forgot i didn't want to open the message because i knew that you were talking to like your my notification right and i didn't know if it would It's a beautiful hump day. I have a foster dog here today I just picked up. And uh, uh, Quinn, I almost said Quinn. And Jamie is dying right now just looking Super at her. Super cute. She's just a little sweetie. Maybe I'll put that on our Instagram. Yeah, I posted. I think I, I did post a you dog. You did. It was super cute. It was uh, my sister's dog, um, Nami. N-A-M-I. And I call her Tsunami because she rips around the living room when she's excited. That's so cute. Yeah. How was this weekend, actually? We could talk about that. Oh, yeah. So my little sister turned 21, and that's crazy because she's like my little baby. And um, she turned 21 on Tuesday, so she originally had been like, yeah, my sister's going to come out with me for my 21st birthday, but it's like I work in Chicago uh, during the week, so of course I'm not going to come for to drink with my little sister on a Tuesday. I figured we'd just do it on the weekend. But she celebrated her birthday every single day of the week, it turns out. She was like, yeah, hi, I've been drunk for three days. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. She, Good for her. She, like, the first night for her birthday, you know, she got a bunch of free drinks and everything, and she went home, and she said she woke up in the morning, and her bathroom was covered in vomit, and she was uh, naked holding a uh, bottle of tequila in her bed with her. <laughs> So Whoa. apparently that's, that's a pretty epic 21st that birthday. That is a pretty epic 21st birthday. But she was at her own apartment by herself alone. So like, oh. check, check. <laughs> I mean. But she had gone out with other people. She it's had not gone like out she with other people. was drinking no, alone. No, but, like, awesome. but like she didn't need anybody there to babysit her. She got yes. herself to her own house. So that's success. Yes, that is success. Mm-hmm. You know, we could definitely talk about, like, what it's like to be an older sister, because oh we've talked yes. about this after the episode and it ties, last. Yeah, and it ties into our idea. Our idea is it's Women's History Month, and yeah. we were thinking about making a No, a no Man's Land episode, where yes. we do not talk about men, because it's like, the, have you ever heard of the Bechdel test? Mm-mm. 
It's I uh, think I have actually. It's the thing where they they um, a movie or mm-hmm. a book passes it if there's two women in a scene talking about something that's not a man. Yes, and it's so rare that yeah. like not a lot of them pass. It's funny because I love Alison Bechdel, the mm-hmm. author, and mm-hmm. she's like this beautiful. Um, she makes these graphic novels fun home is the first one and then are you my mother is the second one it's mm-hmm. about family relationships whoa it really ties in mm. it all ties in because we're about to talk about family relationships <laughs> scared me sorry i started a little liar. no that like, actually like kind of snapped me out of it i was oh, like I thinking of <laughs> really thinking in depth about what you were saying and i was like whoa and yeah. do, you, do you get how it ties in? Yeah, definitely. Is that obvious to the yeah. listener? Okay, yeah. And so then we're going to not talk about men, and we are going to talk about our female relationships. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, so going off of what you were saying about your sister, mm-hmm. has how has your relationship with her changed over the years? Because I know that yeah. it's been... How, what's the age well, difference? Yeah, let's start with that breakdown yeah. first for both of us without yeah. getting into too much detail. I, I mean, just full disclosure, I'm 26 and my younger sister just turned 21 and yeah. you are also 26 mm-hmm. and your sister is 17. 16. She's 16. Yep. 10 years apart. Yeah. So it's, um, Jamie and her sister have a really large gap in between them. I also have an older sister who's 12 years older than my younger sister. Mm-hmm. So big age gaps and sisters is an experience that we share. Mm-hmm. Um, and we both feel like kind of motherly towards our sisters too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So I have an older brother, but he's also like nine years older than me. So I have always felt like kind of the middle child in a Mm -hmm. way. But then with my youngest sister, I didn't realize until probably the last two years, especially this last year, Mm -hmm. that I've been very like motherly or I'll catch myself like, being a bitch to my sister and I'm like ah like I'm not trying to I'm just so protective and like worried usually historically haven't had that kind of a relationship it's usually Uh, been like friends yeah and even now that we like I'm like play this kind of motherly role in her Mm -hmm. life not even motherly because she has a mom but like I don't know, like authoritative almost yeah. relationship with her. Um, Where there's like a power dynamic. Yeah, there's definitely a power dynamic, but I'm very like self-aware with her because I know she's super sensitive. So I will typically like call myself out about it after. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I'm sorry that I said what I said in the way that I said it. I'm just trying to X, Y, Z or like I... I'm not blaming you for anything you're doing. I just want you to see like the events happening outside of you and how we can like maybe look at how we're reacting to them and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like at that point, then it gets like too explanatory. And then I know she's already tuned me out from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that this is one of those things that like she will look back on and appreciate later. So it's like a luxury relationship at this point. And I try to have it not be. Like, I try to be playful and fun and, like, on her level in the other times. And she's good at bouncing back. Like, Mm -hmm. we have a relationship where we'll fight and bicker, and then she'll just, like, turn around and be fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just so up and down lately that I'm like, yeah, I hate it. You know what's um, funny is that, like, we're talking about our sisters very openly, but I just realized that our sisters are, like, the biggest fans of this show yeah they are. like because they're they're just we have 
great relationships with their sisters, really. Yeah. Like, they are, they were the first people, I think, to listen, mm-hmm. I feel like. And that's, um, and the only people in my family who I would allow to listen. <laughs> yeah. Um, that I would want to have listening. So it's like, there's such a bond there. Yeah. And it's like such like really great friendships, but there are also always like those weird moments. Um, I think with any relationship, there's weird moments, but um, just the dynamic of being an older sister is weird. Yeah. I feel like you're in a good place with your younger sister right now. It looked like right now. it. Yeah. On Instagram. Yeah. It's super cute. Oh, that's another fun thing. So, um, my sister and I have a lot of similar interests, actually. Like, we watch a lot of the same stuff. And one of the things that we watch and talk about is um, Sister James Charles. <laughs> if anybody knows, if you're one of the 13 million subscribers the young man now has, which is crazy. Mm. Um, but we're big fans, as is Jamie's sister, mm-hmm. um, which is funny. Uh, but uh, he has his sisters as his brand, and so he has hoodies that say like "sister, sister, sisters" down the back over and over again. And I was like, "This is the perfect gift for my little sister," because then we can like have Super matching cute. ones, and That's we're both sisters, idea. and we both watch it. So I <gasps> bought a blue one, and she has a pink one. Yeah, and we like posed with them for the Instagram. Would you be offended if I stole your idea because my sister is coming? <gasps> steal my idea they have different colors in too. a couple weeks because she's like really girly and i'm really bo- like i'm more of a tomboy yeah i don't really wear the makeup i don't do the makeup tutorials but me she either. does so i thought like pink and blue is perfect super cute yeah super cute Ugh. Mm-hmm. i'm definitely gonna steal that idea because she it. loves oh my gosh and she's really good at makeup like yeah she, she has her own instagram uh for it we probably yeah. will avoid adding that until later so that there's no obvious connections right no yeah. she is ugh. She's, like, so talented. Mm-hmm. I wish that I had a talent like that. Oh, my God. I was talking to one of my clients today about that. Uh, he, his shoes were, like, really fucking knotted together in a weird way that he couldn't get undone. And mm-hmm. he's one of my kids with autism. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he, he's, he has a harder time with his hands sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, actually, I can help you with that. One, one of my secret talents is that I'm really good at untying knots. Ooh. Like, I'm really good at untangling things. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, well, that's nice, basically. You know, he said it differently than that, but he communicated, that he, like, that sentiment. And I said, yeah, I don't really have any great talents, but I have, you know, just, like, weird talents. Like, I'm really good at untangling things, and, like, I'm really... And you never fall. I'm, and I never <laughs> fall, and I'm really good at blowing up balloons. I don't Ooh. know if you knew that. I'm good at tying them. I'm not so good at blowing I'm them. really good at tying them, too. I'm dexterous. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, I was like, these aren't real um, talents, you know? And the kid said, like, this kid with autism said... Well, no, those are skills. You have a lot of really good life skills. Because, you know, he gets taught all the time about his skills. That's adorable. Yeah. And, and, and like, it was such a moment of insight, too. Like, he just got something. Like, I didn't get it all. And I was really proud of him. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love seeing clients learn. I know. I've been having, actually, a lot of um, uh, the client's teachers recently tell me what an impact I'm making with them. Yeah, like, and I often don't get along with the teachers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get along with them. They, I feel like I give them the vibe that, like, I like them, but secretly I'm like, you kind of suck. Yeah. And I don't like a lot of the things you do. Yeah. But recently, um, yeah, they've been coming up to be, me and being like, I don't know what it is, but this kid is doing way better, and I think it's because of you. Or they'll say, like, every time that you drop that kid off, they're way better for the rest of the day. Oh. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. 
And that's a perfect segue to our first segment of yeah, the bitching hour. The bitching because hour. while the, I work with some really great female uh, coworkers, mm-hmm. teachers, I said that I worked at a school. Yeah, I have to talk about um, teachers, so I'm just going to call them teachers. But there are some man that oh, is like, I I think I used the phrase today, I want to rip her face off. You literally did say that. <laughs> and because, one of your female coworkers that you get along with really well was just here hanging out with us. Yeah. And she was like, no, I fully do too. Like, yes. I want to rip her face off. Yes. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be talking about is working with teachers and like the the bad teachers that there yeah. are. <laughs> so I think it, it's probably better for you maybe, I don't know, this is an idea, to like you like seem like you're heated about like this particular person. So I want like maybe you start ranting and then if I feel like I want to jump on a bitch that you're doing, I'm going to yeah. do that. Is that okay? Sure, totally. Okay. I have two teachers that really <laughs> bug me. This one that I was talking about that I want to rip her face off, she just withholds a lot of information that I find is like very problematic and she like grooms these students like she so she's an eighth grade teacher well Mm -hmm. she teaches in the middle school she teaches a lot of grades but um she's very invested in the eighth grade drama which I also find is very weird like Mm -hmm. she other students have said this too that she plays favoritism with a group of her students and it's very clearly like if you observe the students all together it's very very clearly like what you would say would be the typical popular kids group and she's very much like always talking to them like one of the students has like a desk right next to her desk and they're always just like kind of gossiping with each other like the you can't see the eighth, face I'm making, but yeah, that's the eighth so grader weird. will like tell her things about like who's dating who and who broke up with who and blah blah blah, and then like the teacher's playing along with it, and she does the thing where she's asking questions because she's curious, not because she like wants to have any type of conversation. And that is like one of the principal things in therapy is if you're going to ask a question, don't ask because you're curious, right? Ask because it's going to help the client somehow, right? And so she is just asking all these things and then she'll like find out situations. Like I'll give an example of a student who's um, one of their younger family members was trying to kill themselves and ended mm. up like severely damaging their brain because they lost so oh much oxygen. So now they're in the hospital and like this is why the student was absent for a week. And so myself and the principal and assistant principal were like, calling home we couldn't figure out why the student wasn't there and she comes back and you know tells me the situation and the whole time the teacher knew the teacher knew before because the mom had messaged the teacher and Mm -hmm. said like this is what happened and I know that you guys have a good relationship and xyz and but she had that information and I had been asking like do you know what's going on I need you to tell me like we're worried nothing and then she comes back and after the weekend, she's like, oh, you know, I feel like she's been gone for so long. I should tell you that this is what's happening and you should check in with her when she comes back. I'm like, why would you not say anything? Like that's a kid's, out. Yeah, that's a kid's life. Mm-hmm. Like she's very seriously going to be in pain when she comes back. And you weren't and like ready. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah, you know, exactly. You want to like be prepared to do some kind of something. re-entry. Something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she said it in a way because that student was present that day. So she's like, oh, by the way, mm-hmm. this is where she was mm-hmm. and why. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So that was, that's one. 
And that's a whole separate oh, set of questions. I have something I wanted to jump on on that. Go ahead. If that's okay. Um, I, w- I just had like an epiphany while you were saying that of like I was thinking about all the teachers growing up who I noticed would like have like favoritism or they would be talking with the popular girls. Mm-hmm. And it would always be like a girl who looked like now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, what if they just miss that time in their lives and they just want to be a popular girl maybe like maybe yeah. they were never able to be a popular girl so now they're surrounded by the popular girls and they're like oh yeah i'm on the cool side oh definitely and that's so creepy it's creepy and i also think this teacher was popular she just like the things that she said before of like when i was in school blah blah um but she also i think she misses that time because that may have been the only time that she was popular oh. or maybe like that was the only time she felt like satisfied in her life and that's like that's kind of a reach for us like honestly like like you really wouldn't diagnose like a client with that unless you had really really talked to them a lot but kind of like that's the impression i get from afar yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, man um so yeah that's that teacher so i don't Mm. i kind of i pick my battles with her yeah there's another teacher that i just completely have to avoid at this point and it's not the one you want to rip your face off of I, their face off. I do, but I purposely like stay away from them so I don't feel that all the time. Mm. Um, she is just she's harming <laughs> these students <laughs> mentally, and all oh. these students that are like quote unquote behavior problems yeah. are behavior problems because the antecedent to their behavior is her. Is her? She yeah. triggers them constantly, like. Has she ever taken an ABC chart? chart? That's the thing. That's the freaking thing. So an ABC chart, just quick background, is uh, antecedent behavior consequence. consequence. And it's a thing that teachers use to track problem behaviors in classrooms, in case you didn't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, It's a very popular tool. Very popular. And it's Um, very helpful because it it can track the date and time of the occurrence and as well as like what happened and how did you react all to kind of be able to make paint a picture of what is causing the behavior. Yes. What is the problem? And that's the thing is it is extremely helpful, but it's also very time consuming. Mm-hmm. And I understand completely that teachers don't have the time yeah. to do it at all. Like, especially in this classroom. But the reason she doesn't have the time to do it is because she's constantly putting out all of these fires because her classroom is out of control oh, because she doesn't have any type of classroom community. Yeah, or management skills. Which is crazy to me mm-hmm. because she's been a teacher for like 25 years. I think that And she's shit happens, nationally though. board certified. That's hard really? to get that. Yes, and she looks great on paper. She went to Dartmouth. She's had all these interns. She's, like, you know, been at the school forever, and this school is, like, hoity-toity right in the center of a hoity-toity place. And she's fucking... She looks great on paper, so I could understand. Like, I've talked to other parents in that classroom Mm -hmm. who are like, oh, yeah, you know, we really love having our student in this classroom. We, We really love the fact that she's nationally board certified. Like, my student is, you know, producing all this work but I'm like okay I don't know what you're seeing that I'm not because every time I either walk past that classroom or am working with the student in that classroom or being in the classroom myself it's out of control and she is the reason she screams at these kids all day she have a lot of those too like I don't know how anybody's learning in there she oh my god she's just so 
frustrating to work with. She probably will um, never leave either. And that's the other part is I've talked to people who could help out in a situation, like maybe do some interventions with the teacher and mm-hmm. like go in there or maybe not suspend her, but just tell her to like take a break like for a little bit. the freaking administration. Like yes. they are the people with the power to do that. Yes. And this teacher has so many like credentials and certifications and different lane changes and all this stuff that it's very hard to get in there because she's close to her tenure and all this like red tape stuff is she has she reached tenure because that's when you gotta freaking intervene honestly being pragmatic you need to do it before exactly they need to jump on that exactly yeah and will they probably not because they don't want to lose her well, they shine. That's not even what it is. I feel like they just don't like confrontation. No, they're administrators. Of course, they they have to be fine with confrontation. You really think that 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 they don't? They're not afraid yes. of her. Like they're not worried no, about her. No, they're side. not. Okay. No, not at all. Especially our principal. Ooh, she is scary AF. Um, no, it, that's not it at all. It's like legalities and mm. all these like technicalities, and ugh, it's very frustrating. Um, but that's a reason why I don't want to confront her so much because I don't spend a ton of time in there. So I don't feel like I have the adequate amount of data. And also I'm new to the school and she's clearly an aggressive person. She's aggressive and she's very nice to me. That's the other thing. She's extremely nice to me and the other adults, Mm. but with children, she will like the other day she had a parent meeting and I was in the classroom next to her and the walls are very thin and she was like little johnny show them how you behave in class show them right now what you do and it's like humiliating the student in front of their parents mm, and the parents are fine with it they buy well in. the parents are like just sitting there like okay because she's constantly calling them and like writing reports on this student Damn. and she's like well, see see him on the floor right now? Like, that's that's what he does. But he does it worse. Like, he is blah, blah, blah. Like, just going on and on in front of the student, talking so negative, negatively about him. But also, him. like, parents usually, like, feel like a lot of parents think that, like, the sun shines out of their kid's ass. They don't want you to drag well, their kid like that. Well, that's also a part of, like, her intimidation. Like, she has all these things behind her name, so then people think, like, oh, well, she, she must, must really know, know what, what she's, she's doing, about. and my student must be the problem. So she's got a superiority complex. She has a major superiority complex. And people buy complex. into it. Yeah. Definitely. And she's the one that I have to stay away from. Um, and then today we had another incident with her. It was just crazy. But I definitely, like, as in the position that I'm in... I have to say something at this point because all the students in her classroom, I think, are being punished for her lack of awareness of what she's doing and, like, reflection and really understanding how she's impacting these students. I want to do a consultation (laughs) with you. I want to hook you up with somebody to consult with a little bit because one of the people that I work with is dealing with, like, almost the exact same situation and has for many years, and Mm -hmm. I think it's getting resolved Okay. Like, I think that that teacher is leaving mm-hmm. or like something's happening significant with it. So I wonder if she would have good advice for you. Yeah. Yeah. She's also I lovely know. and I love her. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I, love that. I mean, I think I know what I'm going to do. And I 
think it will be fine. I think I just need to approach it a little bit differently than I did the first time. Um, you, the how first, did you approach it? I mean, the first time it was within the first, like, month of school. Mm-hmm. And I went to my principal and was just like, you know, I've noticed some behaviors of this teacher, but not only myself. Yeah. Like, other people have heard about and they have concerns about it Mm -hmm. and then it went into more of like well what behaviors have you seen or like how much time have you spent with this teacher to really know and she's like just give it some time like she can be frustrating but let's see how this goes Mm -hmm. and um then she went into like all the credentials of this teacher and she was like if we have something it's going to be very difficult because Mm -hmm. of x y and z so she spelled it out Um, she wasn't trying to beat around the bush no she she doesn't because she's a principal that is very good I, at her job. I have some principals that I deal with sometimes mm. who really do beat around the bush with me. And I'm like, and, and the people just in general who are in authority positions, like even like my boss, who's not the principal, um, I have a boss. Um, <laughs> uh, they um, sometimes will like just basically imply to me the statement, like, because I said so kind of like, mm. like, that's just the way it is. And I've like kind of pushed back and been like, why? You know, like, cause I'm not somebody, I'm not a follower. I have critical thinking skills as I fucking should. And I want to have a reason why I'm doing the things that I do, especially mm-hmm. if it isn't intuitive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had just kind of being like a response being like, yeah, no, that's just the way it is. I'm like, what are you, what is this dance? You know, mm-hmm. just tell me what's going on. Because mm-hmm. if I understand it, then I will be potentially willing to do it. If I don't mm-hmm. understand the reason, I'm not willing to do it. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It's sure. really nice that she's open about it. Yeah, she's a really great principal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I love working with women, especially like our, my whole building is pretty much all women. And I was thinking about that the other day. Like I haven't really had an administration that's been all women. Um, oh. And I really love it. Like, the last school I was at, we had a male principal. Most of my schools that I've been at, like, as a student, Mm -hmm. they were all... Well, my high school principal was a female. Yeah. Was a female. Was a woman. Yeah, I don't like when people say female. I don't either. I had a kid very nonchalantly say to me the other day, like, he he said he went to his cousin's birthday party, and I was like, oh, did you hang out with them? And he was like, well, she's a female, so she hung out with my... And I'm like, whoa, backpedal pump the brakes yeah i didn't call him out on it because we're still really working on building rapport mm-hmm. it's like oh we can, i see you mm-hmm. if you say the word female I, we know how you feel mm-hmm. about women the first time that i heard that was when my uh younger cousin mm-hmm. <laughs> he was he was like eight years old and he sprayed cologne on himself and we were like why did you spray cologne on your eight and he's <gasps> like oh it's for the females <laughs> and we all were like First of all, what? The yeah. second of all, what? But yeah, female. Ooh, female what? A female human, which yeah. is a woman. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, totally. Because it does it, it, do, it does sound like you're referring to an animal. It oh, really definitely. does. And the connotation behind it is very um, derogatory. You never see yeah. it. It's just like, oh yeah, females are so open-minded and supportive. Like that's not a you're going to be like. A female what? But you're, what you're going to say if you say females, it's just like females are always whining. Like, it, 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 you say it along with something negative, so the connotation is mm. bad. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. I always just, like, my first question when somebody says female, I always am like, female what? Yeah. Female amphibian? 
<laughs> I am a female amphibian. I'm a female iguana. Ooh, I went that to the amphibian. <laughs> aquarium, and I was going to invite you, but then I remembered you don't like fish. I don't like fish. Um, I will go to the aquarium. You oh. know what I really like? In the warm summer months, the Chicago Aquarium. Reminder, shout out Chicago. Um, they have a dank hot dog stand outside the line area. Like, you don't understand. They have a vegetarian hot dog, Chicago-style hot dog. Do you know how hard that is to find? That is hard. In a genuine stand? I don't, I don't stand. Like Chicago-style hot dogs. You're Sorry. wrong. They have, what are, you, what are you missing? Sesame seeds? Like an everything That's good. bagel? Mm-hmm. Okay. Starting there. Mm-hmm. Relish, which is basically I pickles. Hate relish because it's sweet. It's like artificial tasting. It has cucumbers, basically a I whole like tomato. I like tomatoes. It's basically a sandwich, but it's a yeah. hot dog instead of a patty. Our Other hot dog meat. sandwiches. Was that a thing? That was a thing. Also, is a taco a sandwich? You know, I, I feel like these are the kind of arguments that a lot of people get really passionate about really quickly, and I'm always just, like, sitting outside like, who cares? <laughs> like, I, I literally don't care. I typically pick a side, and then, I mean, I won't defend it too much, but I will pick a side. So I'm on the side of a hot dog is a sandwich. Yeah, I, I'm, I really am on the side of I don't care. <laughs> like, mm. If you had so to pick. Sorry. If you had to pick. Then it's not. Because okay. if I'm going to ask for a sandwich, I'm not going to get a hot dog. Mm. You Fair. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I say I'm in the mood for sandwiches, I'm not going to go get a hot dog. I'll say is I want a hamburger it. count as a sandwich? I think that's cultural. Because mm. I think I, this might be racist, but I'm pretty sure more black people refer to hamburgers as a sandwich i've had it happen more i've never had that experience i have i've always heard burgers hamburgers I patties it's only been that like i've always been like wait what, you got a sandwich at mcdonald's what are you talking about like, oh a mcdonald's sandwich i have heard that yeah but i it, think i say that really because yeah. it really is a burger yeah it is a burger but you call it a sandwich but isn't a burger a sandwich is my question I think that's cultural. <laughs> mm. I think that's culturally based. It's like a very yeah, tiny difference. The only time I would say sandwich and mean burger is at McDonald's. Like if I'm going to a fast food place. Like, oh, I'm going to go get a sandwich at McDonald's. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That's maybe. the only time, though. Yeah. That I think of. Anyway. Anyway. Is water <laughs> wet? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, that was a whole time on Twitter. By the way, we also have a Twitter that's <gasps> different because we couldn't... Did you offer to buy the actual? <laughs> I couldn't find her, remember? Oh. And then I tried. She only has her Instagram linked, but on Instagram, she is not a user. Oh, dang. So I also have to look a little harder. I didn't look too bad. So our handle on Twitter is W. It's like a tax form. W4 ever. ever. Um, cast or no? Cast. Cast. W, W4 ever cast. Yeah. Or whatever forever cast, if you will. Yeah. It took us a long time. Because <laughs> everything else was everything, taken. Everything was taken or the letters were too long. Literally, I did vetting and <sighs> there is no whatever forever podcast. No. And I don't think people just say that too. Like mm. if you Google search it, other stuff comes up. Oh yeah. I think it is an expression, but why was whatever forever cast? Oh, it was too many characters. It was too many characters. That was the problem. Like, mm-hmm. why would that be taken? Because it isn't mm-hmm. a thing. Yep. Yeah, unfortunately. But it's fine, because I love Twitter. And I've been on that. Yeah, so, yeah, Jamie's into Twitter. I'm uh, Quinn. Me is into uh, Instagram. And yeah. so we we manage them, but we also have them linked. Yes. We manage them separately, but they're linked. But together. Um, 
church and state. Neither of us are super into Facebook. I use Facebook for the groups. See, that's the thing is we are we're of the generation who got Facebooks as soon as they came out. Facebook mm-hmm. came out, but no longer use it. Now it's for old people. And young people. And young people? And young people. But nobody in between, really. Not really. Like no. some people, but I think those people are weird. Yeah, my sister, going back to my sister, yeah. she loves Facebook. She's always on Facebook. And a lot of my students are always on face- Facebook and Facebook Messenger. And yeah. Messenger I think because Messenger's a dope app. It's just separate from Facebook. They could have sold that. It's yeah, really and Facebook Messenger, I don't know why it's a separate app. It creeps me out, kind of. I feel like that's too much. Like, why do they need so much information Because some people, I think, only want to use Messenger. Some people yeah. don't want to use Facebook. And a lot of the kids like to use Messenger because it's um, just based on the internet. So you don't have to have, like, a phone number or use your data or anything. So you just need the internet. You just need Wi-Fi to yeah, use it. Yeah, that's true. Also, like, WhatsApp does that, but it takes up way more space on your phone. Exactly. Oh, they started using, um, oh, what is it called? Dang. Group me. I use GroupMe. I've used GroupMe. Um, but then there's that other one. Oh, see, I'm too old. I don't know. Snapchat. They all do Snapchat they group chat. Snapchat. And they love dogging each other on Snapchat. Totally. Like in their Snap stories, is that what they're called? Or mm-hmm. Snap? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, they'll be like, so this bitch today, uh-huh. but they like won't say their name. Mm-hmm. And then they'll go in groups with other people in the chat, and there'll be groups specifically targeted at hating a different person. Yep. And they just talk shit about that person. Yep. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. They have yeah. private stories, Kids too, so crazy. only some people can see a certain I didn't part. know that. Yeah, we've also run into an issue at school where kids will just airdrop their fucking nudes to oh. another phone that's on with AirDrop, but you know you can like change your name. I in don't the actually phone. know how to use AirDrop. I'm not oh, that technology okay. savvy. Well, you can change your it's name a in the we're phone. Doing this right now. Yeah, <laughs> you can change your name in the phone. Um, so if they come to administration or like someone else sees it, or mm-hmm. they come to me, I can't tell who sent what or who received what because their names are different on the AirDrop thing. Okay. It's a whole. It's it's very frustrating. Kids really? are super technologically savvy. That's just another thing I'm going to have to worry about. Mm-hmm. Now that's the thing I'm going to have to worry about. Yeah. Damn it. Exactly. They're, technolo- they're technologically savvy and socially inept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and those are not, like, that's why social media sucks. Because it's social media. <laughs> yeah. They're not good at social skills. They're very mm-hmm. good at technology. And mm-hmm. you combine the two things and mm-hmm. it's just fire. It's just mm-hmm. a fucking wildfire of hormones and they're so (laughs) addicted to it Mm -hmm. it's so sad (laughs) sorry Uh, by the way if you've been hearing a cat screaming in the background so the foster dog is not cat friendly but she's also extremely i mean she's so cute but she also um has really bad separation anxiety so she's out and all the cats are up in different rooms so like and she has also had just like a day. She yeah. had a spay today. Yeah, it's so a she, lot of... She's all conked out on the couch right now, which is fucking adorable. Yeah. But it'd be great if she was conked out on the couch in the guest bedroom, which is her room. And then Aww. I could have the cats out not screaming. Yeah. But oh well. Yeah, she's just had a, a rough day. I feel like a lot Pun intended. Ugh. Man, what days? What days? What days? What day is it today? Wednesday. Holy Wednesday. shit, that sucks. Oh, I love Wednesdays. That means Thursdays tomorrow. That's quite the spin, young lady. I love it. <laughs> um, okay, so I feel like we did our we did the bitching hour. Mm-hmm. We, we yeah, so now what's our anyway whatever on that? 
teacher, teaching is a fucking hard job. Teaching is a very fucking hard job. Yeah. And I, I totally would not want to do it. Un, yeah. I totally understand why teachers get burned out mm-hmm. and like why they behave the way that they do. And like the teacher I was speaking about earlier, she just, I think she's just been there too long. And like she's, she's burnt out. She's burnt out. And she doesn't know how to handle today's children because they're much different than they were 20 years ago. Yeah. That is, that is a pretty good benefit of the doubt. That um, one. Yeah. I feel like you didn't talk about teachers. Oh, I took shit. up all that time. I jumped on you, though. Like I said, I would. I piggybacked on your bitching to say that I experienced similar things. Well, okay, so the teachers that I deal with, there's one who I'm like, I want to ask her if she was in the military. Mm. Because she literally goes in the hallway and she goes, come on, everybody. Oh. <laughs> time out. Oh. Nine o'clock. Like, it's ridiculous. It's like so loud. And she'll be like, stop it. Stop talking in the hallway. It's supposed to be quiet. And I'm like, you're screaming. Mm-hmm. It's too early for that. <laughs> it's you're screaming. It's way too early, and you're screaming. You're yelling about. Children. You're yelling at them about making noise, and you're screaming. Mm-hmm. Like you are being far more disruptive than they are being. Mm-hmm. And like the whole like be be quiet in the hallways. Everybody walk in a straight line. Just cool cool your tits. Let them be loud. Let them not walk in a straight line. Save yourself the fucking emotional energy. And me, by the way, because my day was full of emotional rot. Mm-hmm. And I don't need any more. Mm-hmm. So I want to tell them to calm the fuck down. But um, I, I, they've been teaching for as long as I've been alive. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, they might take me seriously. I've been surprised in the past by teachers like really taking me seriously. But I have this fear walking into those interactions. That they're going to be like, fuck you. Who the fuck are you to tell me mm-hmm. how to do my job? And mm-hmm. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I totally get that. Yeah. So, like, that's my issue. But I always, the only way that I'm able to have successful interactions on a daily basis is by, like, coming from a place of empathy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's exactly how I get through. My <laughs> planner is personalized. and It says breathe, love, repeat on it because I just want to, like, live in a place of, like, loving energy throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's. Otherwise, how could I do my job? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will come from a place sitting with a teacher like I understand that they think that they are doing their best yeah. and that they think that the way that they're approaching the situation is the best way to deal with it. And they probably have evidence to support that. Sure. That it's worked in sure. the past or it's at least seemed like it worked. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, if you yell at a kid long enough, like every single day, they're going to listen to you. They're going to be afraid of you. It's just like when people are training dogs, like fucking Caesar Milan, everybody is like, you know, he's, all his dogs really listen to him. It's crazy. But they're terrified of him. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to roll with fear. That's no mm-hmm. way to bring up a creative and free-thinking person. No. And that's what I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Going back to this military teacher that mm-hmm. you were saying, you could ask her, but in a way that, like, was sneaky. Mm-hmm. Like, you could just be like, so, like, what's your background? Or what were you doing before this? Or I could, how long have you been at the school? Literally the other day, I walked in to ask her about having to change my schedule uh, at this one school with one day because of testing. And um, she ignored me. Like, she, mm. she, she just, like, looked up, and then she looked down, and she was running around. She was putting ketchup on... She ran to put ketchup on her hot dog. <laughs> Another hot dog situation. I know. But there was, like, they had, like, a hot dog party. And so she, like, just ran over to put... She, and she was, like, like, just barking at the at the children as she's going to go put ketchup on her hot dog, but ignored me. And then I was, like, can I pick up this kid at this specific time? She's, like, no, he's testing. I'm, like, oh, okay. She's, like, here, I have a copy of the schedule. 
and then just sent me away. So we didn't even, couldn't even finish that interaction. And I'm like, she, she didn't even offer me a fucking hot dog. There, were, <laughs> there was a room full of hot dogs. She didn't offer me one. She basically told me to get the fuck out. Mm. So how am I going to talk to her? Mm. And the thing is... Got to catch her at a not lunchtime, not prep time, not break. The thing is, I don't, I don't so think she realized. I don't think she realized how she was coming off at all. Because she's coming didn't. from that place all day long. Yeah. Of being like, I'm in charge. Listen to me. Do right. what I say. Right. Right. But like, I'm your colleague, actually, kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. like the way you're coming across is unkind and unnecessary mm-hmm. and and I come into those interactions like very calm affect mm-hmm. because that's also how I get through my day is right. through like regulating my emotions and modeling for other people how to regulate theirs right so I think they look at me like I'm some kind of alien sometimes these teachers who are coming at me with really high energy I'm like let's just bring it down here mm-hmm. can we just bring it down here let's bring it down and now right yeah that's how I feel all the time yep do you ever yeah, feel that like, yeah totally yeah <laughs> All the time, like, every day. Like I, I like I'm not going to have a conversation with you where we're yelling back and forth at each other, even if we're agreeing. I'm just not right. going to do it. And a lot of the times, the teachers interact that way. They're like, "Oh my god, you're doing this. Yeah, I'm doing this. Okay, okay, over here." I'm like, "Oh, it's always in a, a rush, and it's always yeah hectic. Yeah, because teachers are all about their schedule. They have a certain amount of time. Yeah, they got 22 minutes for lunch. They got 22 minutes of a break. They got they have an hour prep." They have an hour prep. That's true. Yeah. Um, well, our teachers don't, but... They don't? Mm-mm. It was bargained for on the union. Actually, that's a lie. They have 45 minutes. Okay. And then they have 15 minutes on certain days. But, but yeah, anyway, it's like it's, it's like a legal to take into their prep time. Yes, yeah. it is. Um, and then if they miss a prep, then we have to give it back to them. Yeah. Um, which is fine. I totally get it. They need that time. They mm-hmm. definitely do. But that's... I've noticed that, too. Like, mm-hmm. even when I go to talk to my administration... I'm always in a rush. They're mm-hmm. always in a rush, and we just got to get things out and going. Yeah, and I honestly, those interactions, when I do have them, and I do have them sometimes, um, I'm literally shaking by the end of it. Yeah, it's very stressful. It's extremely stressful, and I think mm-hmm. that some people just are forced to operate in that, um, like, at that level. It's such a constant, like, continuous state that they don't even notice that they're doing it anymore. Yeah. Like, it's kind of the opposite of my job, and taking me there, it feels toxic. Yeah, it feels bad. It yeah. does. I don't like it. Yeah. I am constantly stressed because I have, and I think that's the other thing is they just have so many little lives that they're responsible for yeah. all the time. That's at least why I am super hectic. So I think it's hard, man. Teaching is hard. Being in a yeah. school all day is hard. Oh yeah. It's I don't hard. like it. I didn't, I honestly didn't choose it. It wasn't something I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard. So that's our like anyway. That's our anyway, whatever. <laughs> anyway, whatever, because points counterpoint balanced, fair and balanced, fair and balanced. That's Fox's, they're that's shitty Fox sometimes. That's Fox News slogan. Oh god, <laughs> I was making a joke. Any any wait, that's not what I was gonna say. I was gonna say anyway, whatever again. Anyway, um, whatever. Yeah. Um, you want to skip to some unsolicited advice? Yeah. To tie it in. Yeah. Unsolicited advice. You can go. I really do think people should be just more mindful of mm. how the energy that they're taking into their interactions mm-hmm. and like, just notice it just every so often try to like throughout your week, just check in with yourself and be like, how am like when I'm talking to people, what is my body doing? You know, am I, is my breathing increased? You know, am I, is my speech rate increased? And then try to check in emotionally and be like, do I feel 
exhausted after my interactions because that's going to tell you a lot. Definitely. About, like a lot of things that you need to know about how you could change. Definitely. Every, all change, I think, starts with noticing a problem. Definitely. And you're only going to change when you want to or another person's if only going to change. So if you're with- motivated enough to check in with yourself... You might be motivated enough to change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that goes the same for, like, other people. Like, mm-hmm. got to be, you got to realize that you could put in all this work. Like, I have to tell myself this. Mm-hmm. This is my unsolicited advice. Yeah. Um, that if you are in, like, the social work field, mm-hmm. you have to remind yourself that people are only going to change if they're motivated to, including students, including, like, little people. They have mm-hmm. to realize what they're doing is wrong or what, it's affecting for them to be like, okay, this is not getting me what I want it to get, or mm-hmm. this is not. And sometimes you have to create motivation. You for have people. to create motivation, mm-hmm. and it's hard, and it mm-hmm. it makes you feel like you're not doing enough, or you're not thinking of enough, or you're like, you know, whatever. Like but you aren't doing a good job, but you're blaming right. yourself for right. their personal failures. And if failures. you have like the evidence of all the things you're doing. Yeah. And you're trying your hardest. That's all you can do. That's yeah. all you can do. And I have to remind myself that all the time. Like, I'm doing so many things at once. Yeah. They, can't, they can't possibly change overnight. And also, you, you as an individual can't possibly be perfect at every part of your no. life. No. Like, at everything that you're doing, you're not going to do well Mm-mm. all the time because that would be insane. You would, would be, be a insane. god, you know? Right. Um, we are human. Yeah. And thus we are flawed and we yes. don't, we shouldn't expect to be unflawed. Nope. This morning I was really late to work and I felt really yeah. shitty about it. This, I mean, it ties right into this. And I like, as I was going through it, I just kept saying to myself, like, I literally just stopped for a coffee yeah. and to get food because I literally would have fallen asleep or not had any time to eat Yeah. because I would have been so exhausted by my work day. Yeah. And I... I like I need that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because I am really like it is a big job. Yeah. And I just need to be gentle with myself in those moments. Yeah. I took a longer break than I did um than I usually do today and I checked in with my administration. I'm like, listen, I need like the typical forty five minutes. I know I usually only take like ten for mm-hmm. lunch. Yeah. But I'm gonna take it all right now because I need like a break and a space yeah. and today's been exhausting and they're like take as much time as you need and the thing is you probably didn't even really have to tell them that. no i like, didn't they, they probably would have just been like she's probably doing work somewhere yeah <laughs> yeah and that's that's typical because yeah. i like are so stretched thin so stretched thin and mm-hmm. i think being a millennial being like in my first real job and being a lady i'm constantly feeling like i have to prove something to someone oh yeah and part of being american too it's very like rugged individualism Mm -hmm. and i'm like yo let me take a step back let me be mindful of what i'm doing to myself and realize that i'm just trying my best you look so cute with the hood on (laughs) (laughs) i kind of look like a little elf you look adorable you look like a cartoon character oh really yeah, that's great. I love it. Like you look like you could be in Hey Arnold, because oh. like with their hair shapes. Oh my god, your hair is like two triangles coming out I of the love, bottom of a triangle hood. I <laughs> love Hey Arnold. I'm gonna take a picture of you. Hold on, one second. What a great yeah. ending. Yeah. Tying it back to the '90s cartoons. Oh. Okay. Shout out to Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold. <laughs> 
so cute. You know that this is the second time today that someone has taken a picture of me while I was in the seat. You're so cute. It's hard. It's <laughs> <laughs> so nice. It's, oh, oh, I no. put the, I had my phone near it, so there's interviewers. Anyway, that was our episode for today. Yeah, that was awesome. I think it turned out way better than I was anticipating. Me too. Start with low expectations, people, low, and low then just fucking exceed the them. Yeah. We connected those dots. Like we would in a therapy session. I think we're just good at having conversations. I think so, too. That's why we have our jobs. <laughs> but anyway, we love you all. If you've made it this far to episode four, or if this is your first time listening, Thank uh, you. Thank you. And we appreciate you, especially if you are our sisters and feel like yes. we don't do it all. <laughs> yes. We love you, sisters. We love you, sisters. <laughs> James Charles. Sisters. <laughs> okay. Anyway, peace out, Girl Scouts. Bye.